It's showtime. Showtime. Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to this week's episode of the Sultans of Smoke Cigar Cast. As always, make sure you guys are getting over and checking out our sponsor. Cigar Noise Weekly. 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 Welcome to the Sons of Smoke Cigar Cast, Drew, Mo. Yo. Luke Outridge. Bringing the bull. Sub gents. What's going on? Another day. Y'all feeling good tonight? Paradise. How you feeling, Drewfus? I'm all right. First day back at work. How'd that go? I left about two o'clock. <laughs> is that is that normal or abnormal for you? Yeah, yeah, uh, that was abnormal, surprisingly. <laughs> or maybe not, but just not feeling it. Yeah, it's just no energy still. Uh, Sunday was the first day I I like this yesterday. Yeah. Mm-hmm was the first day I like tried to like get up like a normal time early and like try to stay up like all day I didn't really do much but that was the first time I'd actually done that up until today but it's gonna be a couple weeks probably <laughs> it's weird it's gonna be a couple weeks <clears throat> fair enough it's nice that I mean it sounds like you can at least have the opportunity to leave at two o'clock and that's okay Mm. Oh yeah, I kind of. That's cool. Kind of know the owner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'd imagine that that would be probably open to everybody, wouldn't it? Yeah, they were it coming is. back from the COVID. Oh yeah, it is. Feeling well. Well, and his biggest deal is, I mean, you take 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 care of our people. They'll take care of you. Yep. But I mean. We're doing really well right now. There's no, there's no reason for me to have to be there, type of thing, or you know, and mm-hmm. and other people as well with, with with situations. We've got another guy out actually with COVID. He got it a different, not from the rest of us. He got it through his wife, I believe. But same deal. It's like, look, get home, get better. We'd rather you just get better and be able to come back than, you know, get sicker trying to come here or right. For sure, get someone else sick it's, or whatever else. But it's been yeah. interesting to see how so many workplaces are way more flexible than they ever thought they would be. You yeah. know, like yours sounds like it would have been fine no matter what kind of sick you were. Yeah. But other people's, you know, suddenly, oh yeah, you could take time off for this or that if you need it. <laughs> and you can work remotely. You can do all this stuff. And we didn't go out of business. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I feel like. Sometimes corporate culture is similar to college. It, it's not really, it's nothing more than a weed out process. Like the stipulations they put and the things that they make mandatory. It's more about finding a way to figure out people that are committed versus people that aren't. I mean, it's funny because if you don't do those things, people will be more committed. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Then everybody would be. I think I'm just gonna have to toss this, boys. Uh oh. Rather cavalier about throwing away your cigar. I don't know, man. I'm toss. I, I always try, man. I, I really, you guys know, I am very big on smoking other stuff, not just patina. I don't believe in that. I think. You always keep your palate, you I know. I thought all you smoked was patina. Yeah. <laughs> and, no, no, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a nice did. rotation. He's got patina. He's got Gurkha. He's got acid. He's got all of yeah, them. Yeah, black and mild. Um, man, I just have had really bad fucking luck lately. Patina, Connecticut. Patina, Cajabano. Patina, Madero. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like the Forrest Gump scene with Bubba Gump shrimp. Yeah. <laughs> There it is. Uh, so our first question tonight comes from our buddy Yogi. Probably the smartest question he's ever asked me. Are you guys recording? Yes. Mm-hmm. Find out. Yes, we are. <laughs> right now. He also asked, 
Uh, okay, so are we done with the whole pumpkin spice nonsense? Uh, yeah, no, we're already no, done no, with no, it. No, Yogi, we're not. We're never <laughs> I am. I, I get nauseous at the mere mention, and Kyle, that's not to egg you on to continually say pumpkin spice, but <laughs> I got, oh, man, after that. Yeah. So what happened? What, what, I just what, got really fallout. Heart, I just really got really bad heartburn, and uh, it's not some you know I normally don't have those types of ingredients because of that, and I took a chance and to maintain my word, and I paid a price, and that was it. <laughs> That's fair enough. I'm still trying to see if I can cut this down long enough to <laughs> where it starts. Make it work? Mm-hmm. Was it like two inches now? Yeah. No, I'm uh, I'm just too lazy to go get another cigar. Plus, I only have one of these, so. <laughs> and I probably won't buy another one. <laughs> you got to get whatever taste you can get. Yeah. Considering the, uh, the price point now. Fair enough. Um, yeah. What else we got? <laughs> that was a, well, that's that it. A, we'll see you guys yeah. next week. <laughs> that was ending number four of most yeah. endings. Yeah. Uh, we Dr- got a question. Drupus is semi-back. Kyle's got ridiculous. Or, go ahead, Kyle. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, cool. Uh, our buddy Jim Moto Guzzi, uh, he wants to know, what do you prefer to smoke? Connecticut, Maduro, Habano, or Sumatra? Like overall? I would assume so. Mm-hmm. Or if you have certain times of day or certain events that you smoke one with compared to another, what do you like? Like me in particular or all of us? No, well, he just, sent it to me and then... Just you. Then pointed out it was a question for the podcast so i see well oh, okay. yeah i was gonna say like um i don't know man that's a good question not sumatra well, i was gonna say based on your lines it can't be sumatra yeah well i thought you meant any cigar just in general yeah but if you like sumatra i mean i imagine you might make a Sumatra. I, I, well, the problem that I found, man, with Sumatra is this, is, and we've dabbled in a few different iterations of blends, and really the best way to do it is the way Tatawahe does it, and I haven't been able to figure out a way yet to make it unique and patina-like and good without making it like a Tatsuwahe. Yeah, you can't just make the same cigar they have. Exactly. I mean, you so, could. I'm you sure could. Yeah. people do that. You should. That's right. point. Call it the patina tat. Yeah, tat. Potato? Right. Potato. No, but seriously, I mean, when you look at, look, you're going to look at certain brands that do certain things really well, and those are kind of like Tat does Broadleaf and Sumatra really well, right? So, you know, if, so you you, want to look to them to see what the standard is, but you don't want to obviously copy them because people just buy Tatawahe. (laughs) <laughs> yeah at the same time i would argue there are a lot of cigars on the market that don't distinguish themselves in any major way but they do round out a portfolio yeah, yeah sure but i don't think be... that's not what you're trying to do but they exist you know in, in spades oh yeah no you're right and the thing with the Sumatra, if you're going to round out a portfolio, portfolio, you're probably not going to do it with a Sumatra wrapper. No, broadleaf a, maybe. What's that? Maybe get some broadleaf going. Maybe. Ooh, broadleaf. You really, 
if you're rounding out a portfolio, whatever, you're probably going to want to stick to something less polarizing than a Sumatra wrapper. Like what? What should be in, in a portfolio, a well-rounded cigar portfolio? This is going Good question. Cool. I don't know, man. I think you definitely got to have something lighter. Mm-hmm. Connecticut's the easy choice. But there are other wrappers that you could use to get a lighter cigar. Um, you know, I mean, like, Illusioni uses that Corojo wrapper really, really well, like for the Epernay and for ECCJ. And that's a beautiful light cigar, right? That's true. Um, so there are, you could also make a really strong cigar from a Corojo. I mean, yeah. uh, uh, you know, so it just kind of depends how you want to use it. Um I think you have to have a Maduro of some sort. And, and to me, the you could go Maduro, you know, like for the Sultan's uh, Max Press, we use what, Ecuador Maduro, uh, Rufus? Um, sure. I say. Yeah. Some sort of Ecuadorian Maduro. Ecuadorian Maduro. And, um, but I think you want it if you could get good broadleaf. You probably, you know, you want to go broadleaf or or uh, or San Andreas, um, just because those are so ingrained in people's taste profile already that I feel like it's easier to get in. Because, and I and I've talked about this a little bit before, but. Some of the brands that you see, some of the smaller brands that you might see come out of uh, some factories have a leg up. And what I mean by that is you could a lot of times smoke certain cigars and tell what factory they came out of. Okay. And once a factory becomes familiar to the consumer, even if you have a different cigar, but it's out of a factory that has a recognizable profile, it's easier to to get in. Does that make sense? It's like people will try it because of that that provenance. Yes, but even or in addition to that, they recognize the fermentation they recognize their palate i'm talking about their palate they probably don't know but there's something in that cigar is recognizable to their to their taste mm-hmm. right so if you're coming in at least for the boutique world right so if you're coming out of you know davidoff and there are certain things about davidoff that are easily recognizable yeah. That's familiar to people's palates, right? Yep. So. That's true. How much of that is you had to pick factories to help you create cigars? How much of that thought process went into your choosing of factories? Well, zero. Because <laughs> I didn't really... None of the factories that I was looking at after Mombacho really had uh, a super major presence, like like a Mike Father or uh, a, you know a Davidoff or a, you know Tabacalera Palma or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, yeah. So it. With Naxa, it's like you're kind of getting on the upswing a little bit because, you know, you got Saka, you got some of the CLE stuff, you know, Dapper. But none of those are, are really even in, you know, people could say, oh, Saka or CLE. I mean, none of them are household brands, right, or names. Right. They're cigar people names and they're cigar people brands. But you're, you know, your average person has no fucking clue. Yeah, I mean, right. your average person has no clue about any cigar brand, let alone right. the smaller ones. <clears throat> Even big in cigars is small. So. Yeah, absolutely. Cool, cool. Drew, what about you? Maduro, Habano, Connecticut, 
Sumatra where the choice is given? Mm, probably Maduro. People don't tend to fuck up a Maduro, do they? Uh, I personally think it's a little more forgiving. If, yeah, I, don't, I yeah. agree with that. That's a really good point. <clears throat> I don't want to say it's easier, but... Because I don't think it's necessarily easier, but it is more forgiving. It's And, and Drew's 100% right, because it's not only more forgiving from a taste perspective, but also from a construction perspective. You don't have to worry as much about, you know, cracking wrappers, stuff like that, typically. Not all the time, but mm-hmm. typically, you know. Like a Connecticut, for example, that could crack at any time. I mean, and it doesn't matter the brand or it doesn't matter whatever. I mean, literally just... Yeah, it's such a thin wrapper, right? So you can't yeah. really get a super thin Maduro. That's not really a thing, is it? Not that I, not personally. That I mean, I've, maybe it is, but it's not a thing that happens much. Yeah, certainly not in the U.S. I don't. Know, maybe if they make Maduros for other places like you know, Europe or whatever, but because I don't think a thin wrapper would deal with that processing very well. Isn't that the reason? Probably not. No. Yeah, I mean, it's... Yeah. Fair enough. There's a lot of cigar nerdery right there. Too much. <laughs> and Drew's like, let's talk about literally anything else. I'm ready to talk about pumpkin but... spice again. <laughs> no, I'm not that bad off. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, I mean, you, you also, like, we talked about don't diddle in the middle. Right, like the other, you, you laughed or you thought that was ridiculous, but who said it's that? kind of true with cigars too. Who said that? What's that? Who said that? Well, I forgot what we were talking about. Oh, lighters. I think I it's all about. Oh, and I said, don't diddle in the middle. Either go really expensive <clears throat> or really that's cheap. Str- that's strictly for lighters. That does not apply to other things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But in, in this case, the, <laughs> like, medium-bodied cigars are... Drew really... a little to the left. Yeah. 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 Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. No, but yeah, no, I mean, when it comes to cigars, it's the same thing because there's so much competition in the medium space. And so if you can get on the edges, kind of, or establish yourself, it's probably a little bit better or easier. It's fair. All right. We had a series of questions from NC6789. Okay. As we tend to do. Mm-hmm. His first question, why would you ever V-cut a cigar? Oh. It's a good oh, question. Oh. Or double, now, do you, v, double V-cut. Do you V-cut a cigar or do you V-cut a cigar? <laughs> oh, V-cut. <laughs> Depends on who you're hanging out with. Yeah. VQ's going to have a lot to say about that, I'm sure. <laughs> I'll give one answer. Uh, it's hard to fuck up, right? You put it in the V-cutter, it fits, <laughs> you push it through, and you're done. Uh, you don't have to guess about where to do it, like a, like a guillotine cutter. Okay, so here's the thing, though. It is, depending on the V-cutter that you use... It could, you could very easily fuck up your cigar. Yeah, I don't use them. I'm just saying it's it's meant yeah. to be a foolproof thing, even if it isn't. But it's not. Yeah, it's not at all. Actually, I've seen more people fuck up a cigar with a V cut than straight cut. <clears throat> How do you fuck it up with a V cut? Uh, push down too hard, or you like shove it in the into the cut. They're not even, man. Depending on the V cutter, some of them are just really raw. No. Just fucking tear apart a wrapper. Gotcha. They're tough on a like a I've never, thin cigar too. Yeah, I've yeah. never never That's used one. Go bad. Never used one. Yeah, I said he's had a lot of customers that liked it. Um, I think they did it more for 
aesthetics and performance but I would do it if if NC was sitting right next to me just to troll him. Mm-hmm. That's that's one reason you would ever do it. Yeah. But it doesn't sound like a lot of V Cut fans here. No, no, we've talked about this. I mean, straight cut or nothing. I mean, honestly, it's just yeah. keep it teeth. simple. Yeah, teeth. Okay, uh, his next question. I, I actually don't want to know the answer to this question from either of you. Um, awesome. Have you ever smoked naked? No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. Possibly, I guess. Uh, I'm trying to think. Where? It depends what you constitute as naked. If you constitute using the bathroom while you're smoking is naked, then yes, I have. Well, uh, no, that's not the same. Like if you, I mean, if you're if you strip down to use the bathroom, I think that counts. But if you just kind of whip it out for a second to to do your business, that's not the okay. same. Okay. Well then, okay then no. What about a number two? Yeah, been there, done that. Yeah, I don't think that's exactly what he's going for, but I think we've all done yeah, that. He wants just so strictly yeah. smoking naked. Why does he want to know this question, <laughs> the answer? Yeah, well, he's the president of OnlyFans. You know? Oh, that's what it is. <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, what I think about when I think about that is how often I drop ash in my lap as it is. Yeah. Exactly. I'm not messing with that. Right. That's like frying Burn foods something. naked. Yes. It's not something you want to do. Just don't do it. <laughs> it might be fine. It might not. All right. Uh, what's your favorite spot to smoke a cigar is his next question. Assuming we're clothed again. Favorite spot currently is probably just my patio. Um, I, I would have to say when you have the right crew at a, at a lounge, it's still the best. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go team patio, but mine, mm-hmm. not, not Drew's. Maybe mm-hmm. Drew's. Just haven't done it. It's an okay patio. In the fall, we'll get a fire started, a little fire pit going. There you go. Yeah. Hang out on the fire, smoke cigars naked. Absolutely. <laughs> like men. <laughs> roast, roast some weenies. Roast some wieners. <laughs> oh, NC, you're invited. <laughs> in the main entree. Uh, okay, he has a question for you guys. Two questions for you guys. What's your workout routine look like? Currently? I well, walked, I mean, not I walk, coveted. I walked up the stairs. That's it. <clears throat> hey, we have the same workout routine now, Drew. Yep. <laughs> what is it usually, though? I went to work today. That was it. Um, four or five days a week, different body parts, weights, abs, cardio three days a week. it <laughs> is there anything in particular you do for some of those like what do you do for your abs what does an ab workout look like for you um I'm trying to suck his own dick yeah <laughs> <laughs> um abs uh it changes but normally weighted or unweighted something in between uh i normally do abs at the end of my workout every day and stretch um Crunches, weighted crunches, leg lifts, uh, I don't know, anything abs. Pick, pick an exercise and do it and do something different the next day. <laughs> Fair enough. Pretty, right, Mo, what about you? Pretty basic. <clears throat> yeah. Mo doesn't want to tell us about his routine. Mo? 
He's in the he's in the shitter, smoking and shit yeah. and naked. Hold on, you guys so. there? Yeah, there you are. Oh, okay, my bad. I, I I was having to puff the cigar again. Anyway, all right, sorry. Uh, uh, four four to five days a week. My current split: chest, buys, back, tries, shoulders, uh, legs. Sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> cardio? Injured, you do some cardio? So. <laughs> uh, about two to three times a week. Yeah. But not nothing crazy. I mean. So, my own question. How, how many push-ups do you guys do most days? Or how many push-ups should people do most days? Should? I don't, I don't think I'd ever do any, but... Oh, uh, really? Why not? Why none? I... Do something with weights. Fair enough. Yeah. With my injury, it's just really hard to do push-ups. <clears throat> if you're not doing weights and you're not going to the gym, I, I don't say should, but uh, if you want to do something, body weight, yeah, do some uh, do some push-ups, do some like squats that are, you know, just body weight squats. Do some abs. Uh. I don't know. There's lots of just body weight stuff that you can do to get started if that's what you're looking for. If you go to that's the fair. gym, I don't know. Why waste time doing push-ups when you have other machines and stuff there? It See, still I serves its legs, purpose. But... The body weight workout. Yeah. Because I just have more body weight than I used to. Oh. So <laughs> they're working out. Perfect. Yeah. It's all by design. This this one secret trick. <laughs> doctors hate him. Yeah, doctors hate him. No, that's All right. Uh, so you guys have talked about smoking after workouts. Do you ever smoke before a workout is one of his questions? I have. It's not preferable. Yeah, I have too. <clears throat> I think, but thinking on it since it got asked. My reasoning is probably not what you would expect. It's, it's for me, it would be more like after a workout, you either get a protein shake, you get a meal, whatever, and you sit down and have a cigar and relax. Well, if you do that before the workout, you gotta, you like relax before going and doing something. So, so I don't care about smelling like yeah, smoke that's exactly or why anything yeah. like that. It's the relaxing. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. 100%. When I'm having a cigar, I want to sit down and just have a cigar, hang out, mm-hmm. do nothing, relax. And you can't go from um, that's like I don't know. That's literally like uh, waking up first thing and just hopping on the treadmill and sprinting. It's like no, you get, you gotta <laughs> you gotta have a few minutes. I know people that work out and stuff in the morning, but you you gotta take a few minutes and maybe have a cup of coffee and then do your workout, but. Yeah, that's fair. Cool. Uh, let's see his next question. I don't know what we did to him. He said, "Why'd you guys lie to me about the SOS stickers?" Was uh, somebody supposed to send him something? We didn't. They were made, um, and I don't, I don't want to say messed up, but he wasn't happy with them, and Ooh. he's making new ones. Who? Uh, Yogi. Oh, oh, Yogi's making Sultan stickers? Yeah. Oh, cool. I think it's Yogi. Isn't it Yogi? <laughs> New York? It's tough for, for anybody to lie when we don't know what the hell's going on. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know. I'm like, yeah, we have stickers. Yeah, Yogi. Yogi <laughs> like, 1966. He, yeah. he, he made them and sent them. I actually have them. Um, they're a little like fuzzy and he wasn't happy. And he's like, don't, don't do anything with them. I'm going to make new ones. It's like, okay. So I do have some, they're fuzzy. (laughs) They look like you're squinting a little bit. (laughs) You're used to that. Yeah. I, I told Yogi, I was like, ah, dude, they came from you for free. I wasn't going to complain. He's like, no, I don't want those. I'm, I'm making new ones. So, 
Uh, he's making new ones. It's Yogi's fault, not mine. <laughs> <Just throw the gun. laughs> makes you a bunch of free stickers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like stick you to the bottom of the bus. We did not lie. Exactly. Yogi, Yogi uh, did it. Damn. All right, well, that does lead to the last of NC six seven eight nine's questions. When is Yogi going to guest appear on an episode? He should. I agree. Yeah, it's a good question. Yogi, pick a Monday. I would suggest getting the stickers done first, though. (laughs) (laughs) That or I'm sending out the the fuzzy ones. (laughs) Whatever day he picks, that'll be pumpkin spice day. Ooh, yeah. You've already prepared? I mean, it'll have to be, right? He he hates it so much that so I'm going to have to get oh. my pumpkin spice latte, my pumpkin muffin, my, my everything. Well, I could go for a pumpkin muffin, though. That's different. That's good. Yeah. Why don't you like pumpkin spice latte, Drew? Because you actually like pumpkin-flavored stuff. Oh, I love you? pumpkin stuff, but I think okay. it's the spice part of it. And I like just normal coffee. <laughs> yeah. I've tried, like... Uh, I even, I actually over the weekend, uh, caramel macchiato, like K cups. Okay. And, uh, so I had one of those, I don't know, Saturday, Sunday, whatever. And it was like, eh, I just want regular coffee, like just normal black coffee. Yeah. I don't know. I'm getting crabby in my old age. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they say after the age of 35, you stop trying new things. I still try new things. I just realize I shouldn't have. (laughs) (laughs) I just fucking hate them. It's fair. It's kind of funny how they call you a basic, like you're basic if you get wild-ass drinks, but you're not basic if you get just black coffee. Now then you're cool. I guess. Yeah, isn't that funny? But I'm with Drew. I'd rather just have. There is this sweet cream I'll use once in a while. <laughs> yeah, there is. Uh, called, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's this organic, it's yeah. this organic sweet cream by uh, Simple Truth. Yep. If you guys have never tried this, fucking delicious. <laughs> so. And there's some guys at work that do that. Use that too. Yeah, I'm sure they do. So now they're going to get fucking COVID. <laughs> oh, boy. The old sweet here. cream. But most of yeah. them that do it um, just really get a cup of creamer and put a little coffee in it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> did you guys have to condition yourselves to like black coffee or did you just like it? No, I didn't. No, it took myself. time. Back when I was doing bodybuilding... <clears throat> that's all I can have, and I think that's when it really kind of kicked. I still love like a weird foo foo coffee drink every now and then, but I just find myself, <laughs> like I said, uh, flavored weird coffees. It's just like, no, just give me normal stuff, just normal coffee. Foo foo coffee. Yeah, like a, uh, I don't know, frappuccino with whipped cream and caramel on top. Like, it's good. I Sure. Yeah, but mm-hmm. if I want like a coffee, it's just not worth I, the just, calories. I just want a freaking black coffee. Yeah. To be for me, it was purely trying to lose weight. Yeah, that's the only reason why I stopped drinking. You know, I love mochas and stuff like that, but just the sugar and the calories and all of that. I mean, that was just like one less fucking thing I needed. You know, I already ate like shit, and then you were gonna add that stuff, so. That's really why I switched to black coffee. And yeah, it definitely took a trip, like a, a while. Yeah. Yeah, I was the same way. I was just curious if that does everybody. It feels like it's everybody that has to condition yourself to like it. Mm-hmm. But then once you do, it's like the only thing you drink. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's good. Yeah, I mean, if you can get yourself to drink black coffee, you will literally, and you drink a lot of coffee, You'll save yourself a thousand calories a day. Oh, easy. Yeah. Easy. Yep. Probably so. I like my coffee uh, 
cooler as well. I don't like it hot. Ooh. Like, like, brew the hot coffee, pour it into a cup, and put, like, two or three ice cubes in there. Cool it down. And then it's perfect. Isn't that just an iced coffee? No, I don't want it iced. I just want it cooled <laughs> back down. What do you mean? You don't... But I don't want it iced. What's the hold on? What's the difference? Well, iced there? would be like on ice. There will not be any ice left. It it just it just cools it down. It melts the ice cubes, and I don't I don't want it watered down either. Yeah. But it, I just want it cooler. No, see, Drew, here's I what you do, it. man. You you pour some coffee into an ice cube tray. Yeah, that'd be the way to do <laughs> You're it. You're not actually. watering it down either. That'd be the way to go. Somebody did that at work once and left it in a work freezer, and and the dude I worked with <laughs> grabs grabs these ice cubes made of coffee and puts them in his water, and he's like, oh, "Why geez. is this ice so dirty?" <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> oh Ideally, I'd now, want. Now, when it melted, <clears throat> was that coffee and water? Oh, it had to be. There's there's some coffee in there, yeah. Yeah. Huh. It's like really weak coffee. Ideally, I'd want it, uh, it's the fresh factor. That's why I do the ice cubes. But I want it brewed and then setting for like two hours. And then, then I want it at that temperature. <laughs> no, I agree with you. I, I pour my coffee right. and I let it sit for 30 minutes and then I drink it. Yeah. I just throw some ice cubes in it and drink it. And I don't like I don't, have- I don't like chug it or anything. I mean, I'll sit on a patio for another hour and drink the cup of coffee. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't want it hot. I don't know how people drink it. Like, the McDonald's, that's friggin' scolding. My uh, my grandpa will get a cup, of, a cup of coffee like that and take a sip right as they're handing it to him. It's like, holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> Isn't your I whole just, esophagus burned? I yeah. just take the lid off and let it sit for, like, five to ten minutes, and then usually it's drinkable. I don't know how people drink it like that, fresh like that, hot. Ooh. Holy cow. I get it. What's your, um, it's a terrible question for me, but what's your favorite, um, you drink coffee out quite a bit, right, Mo? No, I mean. No? Mm, or do you make it at home? No, not, it depends, but mostly just been McDonald's K-Cups lately. Okay. Um, but, uh, if I do go out, mostly Dunkin' or Starbucks, man, I mean, there's just not a lot of, at least here, there's just not a lot of, well, depending on where I'm at, but I don't know. It's like, sometimes you just want to get what is just easy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not like a coffee connoisseur. Like for me, it's a compliment to whatever. Yeah. So. Yeah. Cal, do you have a favorite? I just make black full coffee at home. home. Okay. Yeah. Drink most of a pot of it throughout the day. Yeah. Very slowly. Yeah. That's what I figured. Like, it would be a boring question. You're like my dad, Cal. It's his favorite. <laughs> like most people's dads. Yeah. Folgers. <laughs> One time I got them. Uh, I remember I, I bought some of the coffee uh, from uh, Eli, the manager of Smoke Mania. It was, it was really, really good. Uh, yeah, that guy knows his shit. Yeah, man, for sure. It was really, really good. And I ground it. You know, and I and I ground some up, and I said, "Here, guys, use this. This is really good." They loved it, and what do they do? Go right back to the stuff. And and I was like, "God, man, this this is this is like cigar consumers." Yeah. <laughs> but you know, you get you get to a certain point, and you just you like what you like, I guess. Yeah, and for me, coffee throughout the day while I'm working and stuff, I'm not paying that much attention to the coffee. So if I'm going to spend a lot of money on it, it's not going to, like, I'm kind of wasting it, you know? I do. Every taste, it's like, uh, amazing. (laughs) What's that? Like every. has an orgasm every time. Yeah. 
I, I guess I just love the taste of coffee though. If I look, if I'm if I'm sitting at my desk at work previously COVID sitting there, I I would have my I have a big cup big mug of cup of uh, coffee, but and like I'm sitting there working emails whatever, and I go to take a drink, dude, it just like hits you, and it's just like ah, oh, this is awesome. Every freaking sip. It's just me, I guess. No, uh, I, I get it. It's almost yeah. like unexpecting to me. Like, I'm just going to get a drink, and it's like, ooh, that's good. <laughs> that first sip of the day is like that for me. Oh, the first sip is awesome, but... After that, it, it drops off. Oh, okay. Yeah, it doesn't for me. It's, man, it's good. But I don't drink it all <laughs> long, all day. I'll drink it up till about noon, typically yeah, at work. Yeah, Otherwise, I'm not sleeping. Yeah, my older age. If I do it after, I can I can drink it up to about three thirty or four. Oh no, I'm drinking some now. Nice. What? It was supposed to be with a cigar. <laughs> <laughs> cigar. Your coffee's not plugged. Yeah. No. What do you have? What kind of coffee? Duncan. Duncan. Nice. It's black. Motherfucker, man. Did you get a donut? No. I wish. <laughs> I was going to say, you made yeah. it sound like you wouldn't get a donut at Dunkin'. Yeah, I wish. There's a place in Austin that has these fucking amazing donuts, man. I forgot the name of it. Those are probably the cool. best donuts I've ever had. Aren't all donuts about the same? No? No. I mean, I, I, I know so. some are probably better than others, but I don't know. I, I'm not like a dessert fan, so I guess I don't understand that. I've never been like, ooh, mm-hmm. I'm fucking coming back to this donut shop. <laughs> okay, hold on, though, hold on. Though. On what planet are donuts not a complete meal? They're not a dessert. <laughs> They're a full meal. Well, whatever you want to, whatever you want to call them, I've never three or four donuts. You got a meal. That's not a dessert. <clears throat> a tasty treat. <laughs> donuts are down for a nap. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Cool. What else we got, Cal? I didn't really have a heck of a oh, lot this week. That was no lies. Well, I, I, you know what? DQ had a question. We should, we should, uh, you know, we should talk about that. Just Are we really going to talk about that? Yeah, I think um, so. This is important because it actually goes back to something we discussed uh, a while ago, and. So VQ said, what do you do when you don't like someone's content or agree with their posts, but still like the person and are friends with them? And the reality of the situation is if you, the way I look at it is if you and your friends agree on absolutely everything, none of you are ever going to grow as people. Um, so I think it's, I think a difference in perspective is always healthy. I don't agree with, I might not agree with it, but I like to know what other people are thinking. What are they seeing that I'm not? And I might make fun of you for it. And chances are I probably will, but I don't, I've never uh, unfriended somebody or blocked somebody or whatever, because their views don't match up with my own. Um, yeah. So I don't think. So yeah, I just you know you're you're just not gonna always agree with your friends or whatever and everything. I just take that approach and I'm fine with it within reason. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I mean, if the person is. If the person is racist, then I'm not going to be friends with them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just not going to happen. Um, so. 
Well, if you like the person, if the, the question is that you like them and all. So if you like them and all, then um, you're probably still learning something from them. Maybe you don't like their political views or their whatever else, but you like everything else about them. Then as long as they're still contributing, uplifting you as a, as a person, as a, uh, you know, uh, encouraging you or whatever, then... Yeah, you you're still learning something from them, whether it's I don't like that or it's uh, I don't know, but you should still be learning something from them. I think Cal has great taste in cigars. I also think Cal is crazy for liking pumpkin spice lattes so much. I still love Cal. Physically, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I mean, you know, so that, that I think that's kind of the approach. Kyle, what do you think? Or are you laying off this one? Well, so my Instagram answer is really easy. I only follow cigar content on Instagram. So if somebody starts posting a lot of not cigar content, I actually unfollow them. I don't care what it is. I don't give a shit. Like, yeah. I, I'm not there for, for whatever else it is. I'm there for the cigars. Yeah. So, so that almost dodges the question in a nice way that I'm going to go with. Okay. And so do you want to talk about your other Instagram project? No. Okay. It's not really an Instagram project, but no, I don't. Not yet. We'll get there. It's right. only for the giant nerds right now. Eventually, I got to make it so it's for, for less nerdy people, too. Like, you got to be a super nerd to care right now. <laughs> All right. Fair enough, Kowski. So when it, come, when it comes to be... When it grows to be something that is, is going to have broader appeal, I'll let people know. Right. Ooh, drag racing night. <laughs> uh, so I've never had a motorcycle, obviously. Um, I don't think you have you guys. Drew, did you have yeah, a crotch rocket at one time? Mm-hmm. Um, so I've never had a motorcycle, but why why do they love to just like if they see people like they love to just make it louder <laughs> i i couldn't tell you it's like a mating call <laughs> i don't know how to explain like i i don't get it like you're just riding along all of a sudden they see another fucking human i mean what why you gotta, dude you gotta show off you don't think that's cool <laughs> no <laughs> i think that's what it is this, 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 I don't know. I really don't know. <laughs> I, I, I had one. Uh, I had a Yamaha R6. And I never rode it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, finally got rid of it. But I guess I didn't fit into that crowd either. Yeah. It's it's like the dudes with the exhaust, you know, when they make the turn oh, yeah. and they're looking at you. Like, all right, man, dude, I get it. Okay. <laughs> oh, and by the way, sorry to Dom. I, I accidentally, uh, he got lumped in with the whole, when I said that certain name plates shouldn't come. So sorry, man. Wait, what? Certain name plates shouldn't come in under V8s. So. <laughs> I apologize. But yeah, I don't know, man. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to be going to be on the road again here soon, a couple weeks, right? Where are you going? Uh, California. And uh, I'm just like, so I don't know if I told you guys, but I had two flights canceled last time I was going to travel. So I ended up basically missing a day of being able to like meet with accounts and stuff like that. But I'm like, I haven't been this nervous 
in a while because like I, I, I literally need to be there. Like I have to be there. You know what I mean? And normally I give myself some wiggle room, but I hope I don't get fucking canceled. Have you guys made any, I know how you haven't, but like, I wonder if like a lot of other, cause I'm wondering if a lot of our listeners that have been traveling, if they've had the same experience, because I'm hearing more and more oh, of this. flights are, um, so my in-laws just flew to California and back, and they had all kinds of issues. Mm-hmm. Great. Had the first day flying out, it got, uh, their flight got canceled, and then they rebooked flights to come back a day later, and apparently that didn't take, so they ended up having to come back on their original plan, and uh, my wife will be flying... Uh, like two weeks to Florida mm-hmm. for a show. Yeah. Um, so we'll see how that goes, but I think it's just a pain in the ass right now. Yeah. People yeah. I know who are traveling say the same thing. It's just mess after mess. It's weird, man, because getting to the airport has never been easier. Okay. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Um, in the sense of there's just not a lot of people. Um, but But yeah, it's like the, it's just like, man, it's like, fuck, dude, is this, is this flight actually going to happen? I mean, is this going to be a thing? Um, but then you're kind of caught, right? Because you don't want to go a day early or, or stay a day after because that, that's more cost, right? Mm-hmm. You got to pay a hotel, you know, and all that. So um, just interesting. I was wondering if you guys had been hearing a lot of the same stuff too. It's a shit show. No. Everything's a shit show right now. Yeah. Yeah, Everything. I actually had my first Karen moment on a plane when I went to Houston. You were Karen or you ran into one? No, I wasn't. No. I just observed. I don't know, man. I couldn't really hear what was going on. Some lady got, got pissed at the flight attendants for one reason or another. I'm not really sure. I think she was... I think she was in the wrong seats, but had already set up her kids in the seats. And then they wanted her to get off. I don't know, man. But it was like, I mean, she fucking lost it. You can't sit in the wrong seats. Yeah. Somebody else paid for that seat. I was just like, lady, sit the fuck down (laughs) so we can go. Please, just shut up. But yeah, it's weird, man, because there's a lot of guys that are still out there that are doing, you know, different stuff, tastings, cutting lights, events. And then uh, you see just some of the big big stuff get canceled in the industry. Um, And the big boys are not really doing events, it seems like. And they've, I don't even know if their reps are really traveling much. They also don't really have to. Yeah, good point. People are, people are still going to go buy their shit. For sure. Yeah, it's a luxury. <laughs> Not having to do much work sure is a luxury. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Where? But I, I still, I still maintain being a cigar rep is one of the most thankless jobs. People think it's this glamorous thing. Oh, I get to go around and smoke cigars. And it's like, no, dude. <laughs> no. <laughs> think about the stuff you do at work. You might have enjoyed some of it before you started working. Right. Much of it to you like now. <laughs> right. Yeah. Now exactly. add that you're traveling and everybody thinks that you're having a great time and smoking a cigar with them, but you're yeah. working. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of these reps, like, they'll cover four or five states, whatever, and, you know, you don't, like we talked about, you don't teleport to those places. Like, you got to drive. I mean, a lot of these guys go through a car every year and a half, you know, Yikes. two years. So, and in, in comparison to what they give up, they really don't get paid very well either. No. Um, so... Well, then you have an event with a rep, right? And if people mm-hmm. hear, let's say they hear an, an, an event for a certain brand, mm-hmm. and they show up and it's the rep instead of like uh, a principal, yeah. oh yeah, it's right. like, oh, 
that's a letdown. Right. right. <laughs> and there's this guy standing there being like, what the fuck? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> really going to be that way? Yeah. But that's your life. Yeah. Absolutely. That's why, you know, like you saw General um, try to celebritize, or was it Altatus? I don't know who, but kind of try to celebritize their their reps. They're like their managers, right? They're, they're brand managers. Yeah, you kind of have to do something, right? Otherwise, yeah. your brand has to have somebody that, that is right. the cool person to see. Right. Yeah. And if I'm you're not... going to do events, yeah. So if you were to ask me four years ago, five years ago, if people having a connection with the brand... I would have told you that that was probably one of the most important things, right? Mm-hmm. But like this younger generation coming up, like after hours, or maybe even not the one right after us, but the one after them, I'm not sure that they give a shit about that. I really don't. Like any connection with it at all they just want to try stuff like what what are you seeing from yeah like like it just seems first of all we talk about brand loyalty you don't i don't know and you people probably even say people our age don't have a lot of brand loyalty not that i would necessarily disagree with them but i know these younger kids none zero Mm. it's what's hot now isn't that how a lot of people are? And then, then over time, they get less like that. Um, is it generational or is it age? Do you know what I mean? Because like, yes, I the, do, that, and I'm that not old sure. Mac and I'm not sure guy was yeah. probably he probably tried a bunch of stuff when he was young. Settled on Macanudo because he liked it. Fair enough. That's a good point. I'm just not sure. I you think know, we'll see. But you got to also look at how generations came up. You know, mm-hmm. you're talking these older guys, they, their whole lives were predicated on loyalty and sticking through stuff and being, yeah. I mean. You retire with your gold watch. Right. <laughs> you know, I mean, it was just, yeah, it, it's, it was just a different culture. And now it's. And we see it a little bit in our generation, but particularly even after the people younger than us. Right? Yeah. 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 The reason I ask, though, is even even people I have been smoking friends with for Mm -hmm. 10 years or more. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. We all used to do more exploration than we do now. Sure. Yeah. It just feels like we're all getting older and doing less of that shit so i don't know we'll see time will tell yeah i think though if if i think it's an inconvenience deal at the moment for me it's just lazy but if i started going back to the shop i would start trying whatever new shit came in too Mm -hmm. so i think it's just a for me more it's a uh something that's happened because I'm not in the shop. I'm not, I didn't just like, eh, I'm not trying anything new anymore. I'm just <laughs> smoking this. Yeah. I don't, I, get it. I don't have as much opportunity to smoke something new. I got to either buy them online. If I don't go to a shop or right. I got to go to the shop and see what's there, what's new. Mm-hmm. And I'm just lazy. I... Don't drive the 20 minutes down there. Yeah. <laughs> But I'll tell you this too. This winter is going to be very interesting from a cigar lounge perspective. I think it'll be. uh, I just think it'll be interesting to see how much people come back. Um, you know, are you back to complete like winter of 2019, or is it like winter of 2020? Yeah, I'm curious. Guessing it'll depend a little bit on the lounge, but from what from what I've seen on on the Instagrams and from having stopped by the lounge and all that good stuff, I'm guessing it's it's the winter of 2019. 
I don't know, man. I'm not sure. We'll see. Hopefully I it hope is. you're right. Yeah. What's that? Yeah, hopefully it is. Yeah, I hope I hope it absolutely is, but not sure yet. Yeah, I don't know. Time because will tell. What's that? Time will tell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We will see. We're living it. That's all I got, boys. Bullshit. Oh, I don't believe it. I'm absolutely tapped out. All right. I'm I'm fucking cutting you off, then. Cutting you off. Smoke me in young. (laughs) (laughs) Smoke like a sultan. Next week. Better fucking believe it. (laughs) That's not part of the discussion. No, don't. You can't talk anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Oh... All right, boys, next week. All right. Have a good juice. See you. Later, guys. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's uh, episode of the Sons of Smoke Cigar Cast. Make sure you guys are checking us out on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, direct message us. Um, email the Sons of Smoke at gmail.com if you got any questions, comments for the show. And we will catch you guys next week. Thanks. <laughs>